Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All I know is, uh, you know, just to manage the roster here tonight is uh, both Kane and Lafferty are unavailable. And uh, that's really all I got. I don't know anything else other than uh, trying to, you know, jumble the lines together here and uh, special teams trying to get ready for tonight. There are reports that he's left the team headed back to Chicago. Yeah, he has left uh, this morning. Yeah, he was with uh, the team yesterday, but uh, as of today, he's uh, flown back to Chicago, I think, just until the situation rectifies itself either way. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, that's Luke Richardson, the Blackhawks coach, uh, alerting the media to the fact that Patrick Kane is uh, is held out and no longer with the team. He came back to Chicago in the, before the game with San Jose, and uh, there is reportedly a deal with the New York Rangers that is awaiting Patrick Kane's approval and... Uh, and he has the no movement clause. We know that. We're delighted to welcome in Charlie Romeliotis from NBC Sports Chicago. He's done a, a great job covering this and informing us, among others, of what the heck's happening. Charlie, good morning. Charlie joins us on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hey, Charlie. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing? Doing you well. know, I, I feel bad. I, I mean, I, I, you know, now that it's here, now that a trade is upon us, I just kind of, well, why are they doing that? And I know why they're doing it, and I understand the need to, to get something for a guy that's going to be gone. And who knows? Maybe they double back and bring him back, but I doubt it. I think when a guy leaves, you got to count on not having him again. And it's a sad day if indeed this is it. Yeah, I feel like reality is setting in. Like we we've known going into the year that this is going to be a possibility as we get closer to the March 3rd trade deadline, but until it actually happens, um, it doesn't really set in. So when we know we got word that Patrick Kane flew back home in Chicago and I walk into the San Jose or the locker room in San Jose and you don't see 88 stall there, it really felt weird. Like it was kind of just, you know, it's happening, but it hasn't officially happened yet. So, Charlie, what are we waiting for officially? As, as much as you can streamline it and, and make it clear for people to understand, if they have an agreement in principle, and we know Patrick Kane has identified from reports the Rangers is the only team he will you know, permit to be traded to, what are we waiting for? <laughs> yeah, it, we're basically waiting on the finances because as of right now, the New York Rangers cannot fit Patrick Kane's cap hit under the book. Um, to, to simplify it, everyone has a cap number, right? Patrick Keynes is $10.5 million. But if you 
it's basically an accruing daily cap hit. So Patrick Kane's cap hit of $10.5 million, stretch that over the course of however many regular season days uh, there are in the NHL. I think Kane's daily cap hit is $57,000. So by the day, the Blackhawks are eating $57,000 of that cap hit, and the Rangers are accruing that cap space. So they made a few moves over the weekend where they traded Vitaly Krasov, they put a uh, Jake LeCision on waivers to kind of open up these roster spots, and they actually played two players short in the game yesterday so they can fit Kane under the book. So the earliest the deal can happen um, appears to be Wednesday, although the one little wrinkle is uh, Keandre Miller left the game. He got ejected yesterday for uh, spitting on a player. I don't think it was intentional, but he could get suspended for it. And if he does get suspended for it, it might have to be pushed back to Thursday where a Kane deal gets announced. So that's essentially, it feels like we're what we're waiting on. Wow. That is, that's unbelievable. And I, you know, I agree with what, what you're saying here. I think we knew it was inevitable, um, but you're not going to get a lot. They've given up a lot of draft capital already. Um, what would you get in a deal like that? Yeah, I would uh, really temper expectations on what the return is going to be like. Um, a few weeks ago, obviously, the Rangers went out and acquired Vladimir Tarasenko, and that was supposed to be their big move, right? They had kind of mentally moved on from Kane. But once they got word that Kane was interested in them and he was basically the only top destination, the Rangers just kind of were like, okay, well, I guess we got to try to make Patrick Kane work. So they're, they're moving mountains right now to try to make the money work. But knowing that Chicago only has the Rangers to deal with, they're, I'm, they're, they're probably not going to get a first-round pick, honestly, unless it right. comes with a condition that the Rangers reach the, the conference final or the Stanley Cup final and, and Kane plays an X amount of games. So um, if it doesn't come with that condition, I just don't think the Blackhawks are going to outright get a first-round pick for him. I get how tricky that becomes because Patrick Kane maintains the leverage and they want to do right by him. But I also wonder this, Charlie, and I know until he's traded, he's not. So let's explore every possibility, even the slim ones. So if you're Kyle Davidson and you're looking at, you've got nine picks in the first two rounds over the next two drafts, you're, you're in pretty good shape in terms of the rebuild. You're, things are going pretty well. He has made some pretty smart trades. I think you got to give Kyle Davidson some credit. So why wouldn't he consider going to Patrick Kane and saying, okay, Kaner, we want to do right by you, but we also want to keep you here. Let's work out an extension. Let's make sure that this is the way we're going to go. And you do that instead of trading him to the Rangers. Yeah, I guess my question was, what would that extension be like? Would it be a one-year extension? You kind of kick the can down the road to next year? Or would it be, hey, just you know, be here for... Because I wonder too, David, if, if the Blackhawks are ready to kind of just move on as well, right? Like, I, I don't know if they... Um, if you're in a position much... to where you want to draft Connor Bedard, and you don't think that a guy like Patrick Kane can help you develop a player of that caliber, I think you're missing the point. He could definitely, I think if you're Kyle Davidson, you see value in a, a multi-year deal, even though Patrick Kane is 34 years old. We have seen the last Sunday at the, at the United Center, a hat trick. He's still playing at a very high level. <laughs> yeah, I actually agree. And, and I think you look to, you risk not having the kind of culture that the Blackhawks really instilled over those cup years. Right, like I even looked at like a, some teams around the league, Vancouver. I mean, they got a lot of young, good players, core players, but they haven't won anything. And they're really, I mean, they've kind of everyone's kind of questioning what what the makeup of that locker room, right? So you risk if you don't have Patrick Kane moving forward and 
Jonathan Taves or whatever, you're, you're expecting that this new core is going to be, or, you know, try to transition into the new phase. But like, yeah, I totally agree. Like having a guy like Patrick Kane around, I just don't know to, you know, now that Patrick Kane, the bandaid is probably going to be ripped off of him going to the Rangers. Um, I just don't see him coming, wanting to come back to Chicago unless the circumstances are really right. So that would probably be down the road, not necessarily this summer. Where's Sam Lafferty going? What? Why, what? I, I don't want to tie the two of them together, but that's a little odd. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Lafferty is, is packaged with. Um, I don't know if it's Kane, uh, just because of how much the finances have would have to work for the Rangers right now. Um, but I wonder if he could be a potential package with Jake McCabe. Um, you know, we're looking at teams around the league. Uh, Toronto acquired Ryan O'Reilly, but they also acquired Noel Achari. And then Boston acquired Dimitri Orlov, but they also acquired Garnett Hathaway. So we're seeing these package deals to kind of enhance the return for the teams that are trading away those players. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe that's what the Blackhawks are trying to explore. If there's a possibility to package McCabe and Lafferty to try to secure a, a, a concrete first-round pick. Well, Jack Johnson's going back to Colorado. They're doing right by him. Hey, Kyle Davidson is making all of his players uh, happy. I suppose that's good because it sends a message around what, the league. Oh, but what, that is, what was that trade? That was like a straight-up swap of two guys that have almost identical statistics. I think that was more to help Jack Johnson out, right, Charlie? Didn't you think that was a nod to him as much as anything? Yeah, no question. I think it was more so just a doing doing right by the player, nothing really more to it. Uh, which is great. I think it's terrific. But, but like, how does it benefit? At one point, I I, at some point, I do want Kyle Davidson to make a deal that you know puts the Blackhawks' interests ahead of the players' individual, you know, sentimental journeys. I, I get it. I guess I, I'm just frustrated, Charlie, because you know what? I do not want this trade to happen with Patrick Kane, even though I know that I fear that it's inevitable and, and you can't stop it now. I think it would be different if Jack Johnson was more of a prominent player, but I think that the most you probably would have been able to get for him is like a sixth round pick. So, you know, at that point, it's just like, okay, let's just send him wherever and, and we'll try to, you know, get the, the higher round picks with some of the players that will move. So um, I think that's the thought. Like, I just don't know if there was a really big market for him. Okay. Meanwhile, I have to ask this. Me, what happened on the way to the tank? They've won five in a row, Charlie. If they, if they want to get Connor Bedard, they're they're playing responsible hockey. Luke Richardson might be a better coach than anybody imagined. This is a team that's at this point of the season, with or without Kaner, they're playing pretty well. Yeah, and I think that's a testament to Luke Richardson and how much they they really like him as a coach and how hard they play for him. The one thing I will say, obviously, after that win against San Jose, the Blackhawks fell to the fourth worst uh, points percentage in the NHL and, and San Jose slipped to third. But if we are going into the trade deadline, if I'm looking at those teams, I'm looking at Anaheim and Columbus specifically, because it feels like Chicago and San Jose are kind of jockeying for what, the third position. Columbus and Anaheim, they, they are really, really bad teams and they don't have a ton of pieces that they're going to be able to subtract from the roster. Like I know Anaheim has John Klingberg and they might move John Gibson, but it, it's not, it's not enough at like, the Blackhawks subtracting Patrick Kane from Chicago is a significantly uh, worse loss than Anaheim losing any of their guys. So it feels like Chicago might, you know, <laughs> drop the pack right after the Kane trade or, or when it happens. Um, so I think the, the Blackhawks have a, I want to say an opportunity to fall farther in the standings. But when you subtract Kane from Chicago, it's a much bigger loss than, say, John Klingberg from Anaheim. Well, I, I saw a tweet from somebody um... – 
Last night, the first time since 2004, that's 19 years, the Blackhawks played a game without Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, Duncan Keith, or Brent Seabrook. Those other guys aren't coming back, apparently, so <laughs> get used to it. <laughs> yeah, no, really, and it's it's kind of crazy to think about. And I, I was thinking about this, too, just thinking of all the core players that have left. It, it's been like a really slow process, right? Like where Patrick Sharp gets traded to Dallas, then – you know, a couple of years later, it's it's uh, Nicholas Jalmerson and Marion Hosa retire, and then it's right. Brent Seabrook right. leaves, and then Corey Crawford. Retire. It's very it's it hasn't hit you like a wave. It's just kind of one by one, they're slowly dropping off. So now the fact that we've probably seen the last game for for Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves playing on the ice together, um, it's just kind of cra- crazy to think about. All those other guys, they were moves, and they were big moves, and they were ones you remember. But this one hits different. This one is is significant because of what Patrick Kane has meant to that organization in this city. And I think that when you trade him, you're going to have to find a good reason to watch the Hawks. I mean, he was that reason for a lot of people for so many years. After Even after they uh, were competing for cups, Patrick Kane was different, and I think that's what makes this week difficult to kind of process. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually trying to contextualize the the, the meaning of, of losing Patrick Kane and David, I was going to accuse you of stealing my computer because that's exactly what I have in my, my piece, that this, this is the move that's going to hit differently. Uh, Patrick Kane moving on from Chicago. Like, it feels like this is going to be the end of an era when he's no longer with the Blackhawks. So it's definitely a different type of uh, feeling when 88 is going to be no longer here. And, and you know, I, I wonder if this guy is a good coach because there is a five-game winning streak. They have been, whatever, 6-3-1 and one in the last 10. They, they actually they beat some good teams. They've, they've looked like a pretty decent team. And you you got to wonder, if, is, is he coaching well enough to win? Is he better than their situation? <laughs> they probably hired him a year too early, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I mean, he, he's exact. I mean, because he really is the. I, I know when Kyle Davidson was going through this process of hiring a head coach, he said like, "We don't want a stopgap coach that gets. We don't want a Dennis Savard to get us to a Joel Quinville, right? Like, we want to find the guy that's going to be here through the rebuild, and also on the other side of it, when the Blackhawks are good again. And so it appears. I mean, he he really is pushing all the right buttons on a team. I mean, what other team can you think of that? They lose Patrick Kane. They sit Sam Lafferty. They have to go with 11 forwards and seven defensemen. And then they, they're dealing with injuries where Max Domi loses some teeth and Cole Gutman got hurt in the third period. And they, they still find a way to, to beat San Jose in San Jose on Patrick Marlowe night. I mean, it was, a, it was, pretty, it was pretty – it was a really gutsy effort. So, and I really do think it's a testament to the coach. Good stuff, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Appreciate it. Bye. Thanks, guys. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.